You are listening to the One of Us.net Podcast Network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, $5, 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Hello, this is Bradley Martin, and we're going to be talking about a David Cronenberg remake of a 1988 film, Dead Ringers, miniseries, six episode long, hour each on Amazon Prime, the remake in TV shows from movies now, well this one has two reasons why you should watch it, Rachel Wise is playing the twins role. What is Dead Ringers for people who don't know Cronenberg's most obscure and creepy type of movies. Beverly and Elliot Mantle are both doctors. What type of doctors are they? I'm going to keep talking until I remember. Gynecologists? Gynecologists, thank you, George. That thing Republicans apparently seem to think they are. Two gynecologists that want to save lives and bring babies into the world want to do so with their own birthing center. Now, one of them has the ideal virtuism. My life's work is to make sure women feel safe at the hospital where they will deliver. Not just safe, but happy to be there, that want to be there with experts that know their pain, that know what they're going through, that have studied their whole lives to make sure that they get the care they need, that they realize that it is their body and their choice and their methods. And the other one wants to grow a person. So these two twins hook up and need the money of Rebecca, played by Jennifer Isle. She is a, I believe the term is, um, what's it called? Man, I'm so Oh, she is very much an alpha bitch fucking lesbian. <laughs> You're welcome. Helped with the opioid crisis, made a ton of money. Oh yeah, her, her That's family what she a drug is. company basically that yeah was responsible for opioids. Pharmaceuticals. And, yes. Yeah, yeah. They they are pretty much the sacklers. They are pretty much, but now she fancies herself a philanthropist. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which the sacklers also fancy themselves as. The twin sisters need money from the sacklers in order to run their birthing center. That is the basic premise. Beneath the surface of this basic premise. Beverly falls in love with an actress named Genevieve, but Genevieve is a star, so she's a bit shy. She switches places with the more tactless, rambunctious, I get what I want because I want it, Elliot, and the romance, it's like a burning passion. And then they switch back. That's what's playing on in the background. Rebecca is the hard worker, the... My life's work shall save lives. 
And Elliot is the shouldn't our life's work press the envelope, even if it's dangerous, risque, um, illegal. And this all comes to a head when Beverly herself, who wants to have a baby, continues to pursue that dream. And the birthing center takes off. Uh, This is Dead Ringers. And I'll be talking about this with somebody who is a, a ringmaster of the other sort wrestling jordan is with us that is the worst possible gimmick i could have but i will make it work and someone who would tell you that private private medicine is theft and uh, healthcare should be free to everyone especially the marginalized and ignored elliot is with us well they based the character on me so i had to be here i mean i believe that too so <laughs> yeah. i would totally write a movie about elliot <laughs> And I'm not just going to say she's a ray of sunshine because that's so lame. Ray is with us, who is awesome for many other reasons that my imagination cannot come up with. Hello. Oh, you might need the ray of sunshine for this review. I don't know. Uh, This is some pretty heavy, 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 heavy stuff. I mean, even... Even though we're talking about something that is a remake of Cronenberg, I mean, they took this further, I think, than even Cronenberg did. I was going. I was going to say I rewatched the original Dead Ringers on Tubi. I did. I did uh, as well. I also rewatched it. Yeah, I rewatched it because it had been a while, and I knew. Okay, I'm on assignment for this. You know, I should. I should also note. This was the first time I had watched it since coming out as a transgender woman. So I had not seen it for a good long while. And this movie fucked with me in a very different way. I still like it, but it's also just so much skeevier than I remembered it. Like Powerhouse Performance by Jeremy Irons. Probably his best ever. But I will say, this Amazon miniseries is far more fucked up and far more horrifying and uh, grotesque than I think anything Cronenberg could think of. And one key factor is indeed how amazing Rachel Weiss is. I think she probably even outshines what you know, Irons did in the original film because I feel like here, Beverly and Elliot are far more distinct from each other. Yes, they have their similarities, but it's not even like the hairstyles that, that, you know, you can clearly tell who is who, but it's like their characteristics as well. You know, I really enjoyed the hairstyle switch up for like maybe 20 minutes into the episode. Around the 45-minute mark, totally not needed, not necessary. She's definitely playing a dual role here where she has the uh, little type of quirks and just the behaviors and the attitude. Even the walks are different. It's an incredible performance. It's the best dual role performance I've seen since uh, Mark Ruffalo and uh, This Much I Know is True, also a miniseries. But, uh, how'd you feel about this, uh, Elliot? There's a lot I did like about this series, but on the whole, it just felt like they stretched the movie out and didn't do a lot with it. 
But with that being said, Rachel Wise is is amazing here. Um, I I can't quite go so far as to say that she's better than Irons was, but she is. I mean, this is a, this is a powerhouse performance. If this won an Emmy, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, the the sort of uh, Sackler matriarch character was was interesting, but um, I also just saw that character on Beef, played by Maria Bello, um, in a much more interesting way. I also rewatched the movie recently. I hadn't seen it in years, probably over a decade. That's a hard watch. I mean, this show is a hard watch, and the movie is a, is a much harder watch than something like The Fly, even though The Fly is so much grosser and slimy. And <laughs> yeah, stuff. and there's only like one bit of body <laughs> horror in the original movie, and it's and that's a dream sequence. And I was just gonna say oh, okay. that dream sequence is the reason I I haven't visited this movie in years. And like my sister well, was like, yeah, "Hey, I, can we watch Dead Ringers?" I because she likes horror, and I was like, "I don't really want to rewatch Dead Ringers." Um, I mean, I I, I'm glad rewatch, I rewatched I, it. That that's that same moment still like unnerved me, but I knew it was coming, so it wasn't quite as. Uh, but yeah, you know, um, I, I, the story to me just felt kind of thin, um, and even the aesthetics, like the original movie, is so almost. Um, German expressionism, kind of, you know, especially as it goes along, um, and the scenes with where you, um, they're dressed in red, almost like cardinals or something. Um, and I thought that this series kind of lacked that. I mean, there were a lot of moments of interesting shots and well composed shots, but I, it felt really cold and and kind of workmanlike uh, in a way that just didn't work for me a lot of the time. I agree that it's it's not as visually stunning as the Cronenberg it, film. It, it I don't think it is. I do think, though, that they did a good job um, fleshing out more of the story and, and going ahead and filling those six episodes that we get. Because, of course, in the original, we don't get a lot of, of the background on the twins as much as we get here. We don't get the family dynamic that's going on with the mother and the father. We don't get um, as much of Yes, even in that one, they're looking for backing, but we don't get this entire other screwed up family that comes into their lives, you know, and that they have to put up with. So I think some of the things that they added actually did enhance the story and, and did a good job of filling that out. But you're right. I do not think this is as visually stunning as Cronenberg's and, and kind of even visually disturbing or in your face as some of the Cronenberg stuff is. And I kind of missed that. I think they missed an opportunity here because we're talking about, I mean, we're years on from that. They could have blown that aspect of it out of the water. And that is the only reason for me, because I think everything else about this is fabulous. I think it's not only Rachel Weisz's performance. I think some the supporting performances are great. Uh, Michael, McKean, uh, Michael McKean shows up in, in a role in episode. one episode and just really steals that. And it's, it's great, but I... That's the thing. Everything else I like about this, I think visually they missed. That's the only thing that missed for me. Yeah, I will say the original movie is much more interesting visually because here it's like like if Mads Mikkelsen's Hannibal Lecter suddenly showed up and ate a very fabulous dinner he cooked and then immediately had an aggressive 
hate-filled fuck with Elliot afterward. I'd be like, this would not seem out of place between either of these shows. Yes, but I even think Hannibal, I even think Hannibal's more visual than this was. No, it is. No, it, it clearly yeah. is. I, that, that, that's what I was also hoping to imply with that. But mm, I will okay. say, I do have notes. All right? I have written notes here. And one of my notes is, in all caps, separated by periods, fuck this rich ass white family. Because, oh my god, I, I think this came up about three times. One, when, one, just Rebecca being the most alpha fucking bitch lesbian she is, but it's a great performance. It's like, God, I... I I just started rewatching D, uh, you know, DS9, and I just met Kai Wynn again. So I don't know who the hell I hate more right now. <laughs> uh, two, uh, that one sister's husband, who is like just an over exaggeration of in touch with his feelings, understanding his wife, husband. Where, yeah. Oh my. God. And, they all kind of make fun of him. Yeah. And third, uh, <laughs> the matriarch, the mother, talking about, well, where's the profit in that? We're talking about helping people. I'm just like, you know, if you all suddenly die in a house fire, I'm not going to feel too sad. I'll, in fact, I'll bring the marshmallows. I will say, if anything, this show's bread and butter is awkward as hell dinner scene. Yes. Because. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Each, like, every single one of those, they get better, like, they honestly do get better, but they also get so much more uncomfortable to watch. Like, that, like, the one when the parents are visiting, I'm just like, mm, yeah, give, mm, yeah, give me that family conflict, make my home life seem better by comparison, come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, and... Hell, even the opening scene where it's like it's the sisters trying to, you know, just have a nice dinner, you know, enjoy themselves at a nearby restaurant. And typically, you got a guy asking me, like, hey, you're twice. You ever do the same guy at the same time? And, oh, just this brilliant takedown Elliot has of it is, oh, God, bisexual bitchy. Rachel Weiss gives me life as much as awkward lesbian Rachel Weiss gave me life watching this. Also, I was thinking maybe I was too gay to review this, but then I thought, no, nah, that's a stupid thought. It is, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about some of these trigger warnings. For me, I'm very upset by um, violence towards women, especially when the violence is nature itself, to put it bluntly. Um, me and my wife have suffered a miscarriage and, uh, this made me furious that they would show a miscarriage in so much detail, uh, the kind that one of the characters has, but it's like my uh, grandma always said, you know, maybe you and everyone currently living with a keyboard can wait 24 hours before expressing their feelings. And after 24 hours, I felt Wow, that was so accurate to what me and my spouse went through. So I don't know how to feel about that, because could I have been wrong and angry at the same time? Scary, scary Cronenbergian-like violence is in this that does involve um, uh, fetuses, adult women, 
genitals in this are like the jaws from shark without a violin they just pop up you know and (laughs) (laughs) well okay did any of the trigger warnings bother (laughs) yeah jordan no i'm sorry i was gonna say that's how i'm gonna describe opening my fucking instagram dms now (laughs) yeah so the trigger warnings that involve thoughts of suicide and kudos to Amazon for having them written out very specifically, oh, yeah, by did. the way. I, I, yeah. I very much enjoyed that. Take notes, HBO. How did you guys handle the violence, both uh, mental and physical, implied, not implied, mutilated things in this show? It wasn't anything that I didn't expect, necessarily. I hate to say that, but it, it, because it was based on the Cronenberger film in the first place, and because I know that, you know, we had six episodes to fill, they're going to, you know, they have more time to work with this, more time to pull it out. We're also have come further uh, in filmmaking and everything since Cronenberg. And, and I guess I expected them to go as far as they could go. So I don't want to say it didn't shock me or anything like that, but. It wasn't something that I didn't expect out of this show. Now, that being said, was it difficult to watch at times? Oh, hell, you bet it was difficult to watch at times. So, and and I'm wondering, too, you know, like you said, Bradley, everybody's going to have their own experience coming into this. And there's some very, not only graphic things, but even when they're not graphic, there's some things that are very graphic emotionally. There's some things that are very graphic uh, just from an experience standpoint. And your own experiences are going to make this sometimes harder to watch. Have You know, I've never had a child. But I imagine for some women who've had a child, this is probably not something that they're going to be able to get through. Um, and, and, and like you said, Bradley, even as, as a father that has experienced some of these other things that went on in the show. It, I'll bet there was times when it was uncomfortable for you to watch. I I don't know. That's one of the things I, I had to ask one of my coworkers. You know, I said, because I know that she likes things that are a little, you know, left of center and things like that. And I, and I looked at her and I said, how fucked up do you like your television shows? Because <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if I can recommend this or not to you. And she's like, oh, all the fucked up. I'm like, okay, go ahead and go because – <laughs> and watch the show but yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to recommend to to especially certain people it's amazon this ain't fox this ain't nbc we can like really although i yeah like now i'm thinking about like what the hell hannibal got away with on nbc but <laughs> yeah but still like i wasn't mortified because like yeah, I grew up with – okay, I didn't grow up with sex ed classes. I live in the ass end of Arkansas. You think they're going to teach sex ed? No, but it's like I already knew. I've seen the films in like college you know, health classes that I had to take you know, to make up for general credit. But I really wasn't so upset or disturbed by the birthing stuff, by the very real depictions of – you know, just grabbing babies and, you know, cesarean sections and and also because I've been around a family member that has had a miscarriage. Uh, that slightly did affect me because I know just like firsthand seeing it, what it did to my sister-in-law was just terrible. 
The only things that disturbed me really were just how fervor unethical uh, Elliot was getting, and just the the attitude of the, of the of the pharmacist family because it's like Elliot doesn't care who she drags down. Like even Michael Chernis as Tom, who I thought was excellent in a supporting role. Because, like, he's an early victim of some of her uh, Dr. Frankenstein bullshit. And it's like, well, hey, you want to come for work for me? I'm kind of the only person that's going to fucking take you. You know, as Bart said to Lisa, uh, if you don't watch the violence, you'll never get desensitized. Um, I, you know, was a <laughs> teenager growing up in the mid to late 2000s uh, on the internet, so I got exposed to a lot of stuff. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, um, this is definitely going to rattle some people. It didn't really rattle me. I mean, it's it's disturbing and bloody and violent in a lot of ways, although it also kind of gets to one of the things that I was thinking that this kind of feels like a dead baby joke at times mm-hmm. um, in, in terms of what it's doing with the gore and violence, whereas the film really, again, I thought had more thoughtfulness behind that. So... Disgusting, but not off-putting. I, you know, again, coming into Dead Ringers, knowing what I'm up against. Yeah, none, none of it really bothered me all that much. Very good. But um, Car- carry that into your final thoughts, Elliot. Yeah, sure. Um, I, I, I think I've been a little bit too down on this. I, I liked it a lot. I think the story is the weakest part, but it is propped up by uh, a lot of really, really good acting, especially from Rachel Weisz, who. You know, has has definitely had a career, but this should like re- reinvigorate her career. Genevieve is really good. We haven't talked a lot about her, and there's actually, I think, one of my favorite moments of TV this year was this sort of dream sequence, sort of like one person stage show thing where she is talking about the history of gynecology in America through the lens of this 18th century slave woman. And is reciting this sort of spoken word essay, I guess. It's almost a poem. She she keeps adding these details on about this slave woman that every time she mentioned the woman, she she goes through the list again um, to sort of like really hammer home these points. And I thought it was just a really, really excellently well done sequence. and But also one that would have worked completely removed from the series. So yeah, this is, this is a little disappointing. Um, but also worth it for the performances. If you can stomach a lot of gore and a lot of blood and and just some like really fucked up <laughs> interpersonal stuff, then then I think you know you, you'll find rewards here. Uh, I'm gonna give this six and a half out of ten worst parent visits ever. Very good, Ray. If you would please. Uh- yeah, we've all said Rachel Weisz, Rachel Weisz, and and I'm going to say it again. Rachel Weisz, watch this for her performance. Actually, you, and watch it for the rest of the performances that uh, just support and prop up everything she's doing as well. This is a show that's not going to be for everybody. Uh, but again, I'm not sure that the, the gore is the most disturbing thing about it. I think the most disturbing thing about it, of course, is some of the ethical questions that get raised. I think the most disturbing thing about it is the people that just don't seem to care at all about other people. Uh, the most disturbing thing about it is 
the relationship between the twins, which, you know, we really, we've talked about a little bit. And of course is also very much a big part of the dead ringers, uh, film that Cronenberg did, but it's just this unnatural relationship. I mean, Toxic is, codependency. Oh my God, it is. And it's, it's even more than just, Oh, the twins have a secret language. I mean, they just, they're, they're screwed up. <laughs> Their relationship is screwed up and their relationship then with everyone else in their lives is screwed up because of the relationship that they have. And so I think that those things are more disturbing about this than anything that you would be worried about visually, which uh, some people going in probably would be more worried about. But again, that may be the one place uh, that let me down just a little bit. I wanted even more visually and not necessarily just with the gore. I would do with the set decoration, with the costuming, with the, you know, with the, sh- with the point of view and the shots that they could have gotten with the camera. I wanted a little more there, but other than that, this is something that is going, I mean, it makes you think it makes you gag. It makes you it, 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 sit back and go, Oh my God at times and the performances are great again it's hard to recommend this to everybody but for those that want to watch this hey jump in do it and i'm gonna give it a solid eight out of ten those really uncomfortable family dinners i mean really (laughs) uncomfortable family dinners jordan uh yeah i just do want to bring up a couple things i do agree with elliot uh Brittany Oldfield is the actress that plays Genevieve, and she is excellent. That monologue was indeed amazing. And yeah, again, Michael Chernus. I will say, one criticism I do have, aside from how visually uninteresting it can get at times, is that there seems to be this background storyline with Poppy Lou, who plays Greta, the Mantle Twins uh, housekeeper, and it's like, this is going nowhere. What the hell is she up to? I mean, it does go somewhere eventually, but I just feel like that kind of dragged out. Uh, yeah, this, oh, also, I love the needle drops in this show. I, uh, opening one, the closing ones, great music choices. The last two episodes, I think, were standouts, especially the penultimate one, but the unsettling and disturbing finale was incredible. Rachel Weiss is amazing. You should absolutely watch this for her for her powerhouse performance. It's going to make some people feel uncomfortable. Maybe even, but you know, if it makes someone who needs to see this feel uncomfortable, then I say good. And I'm not just talking about Republicans. I'm talking about anyone that just seems grossed out by thinking oh but childbirth is this beautiful magical thing shut the fuck up face reality god damn it please yes having a child it is a pretty cool thing whether you do it whether you adopt or all that but the uh process of making another little human or as i call it the most labor-intensive cloning process is (laughs) you know it ain't that fun but I will say that did lead me to my rating as well as taking into fact the Rachel Wise Gay Index from Vulture and New York Magazine. It's a real thing. Look it up. I'm going to give Dead Ringers 8.5 out of 10 speculums. Very nice. 
Uh, so for me, yeah, Rachel Wise, amazing. Also, I'm glad you brought up Genevieve, played by Brittany Oldford. I enjoyed the story of this actress falling in love but having to deal with her girlfriend's twins bullshit a lot more than the just dreadful succession family that shackled these two sisters with their birthing center entrepreneurship. I think the uh, mental abuse that is discussed very openly by Genevieve, I love it when she calls Elliot out on her madness and Elliot answers back. Those were my favorite scenes. This show is a big conversation piece. Every episode, I'm like, oh, this is this is vibing. We're vibing with the feelings of what I'm seeing. This isn't actually happening. And then it would confirm, no, that actually happened. Isn't that crazy? And I'd say, yeah, I don't, I don't understand how that happened. That's that's. I don't know how to feel about that. Is this a real? Is this real life now? And at a knee-jerk reaction, I hate that. But like I mentioned earlier, 24 hours afterwards, I'd be like, you guys got to see this show. It is so freaking weird. So with that in mind, I'm going to give this one 7 out of 10 baby sisters. Okay, but in all seriousness, we need to talk about who will be most affected by this. Bisexual girls who grew up on the 1999 version of The Mummy. They are going to be feasting with this miniseries as well as they should 